Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Second hour of Life the Tower on the Horn. Craig Wayne and Jeff Howe with you. We were just talking about the fact that I won't be on the program on Monday. I, I say I won't be on the program. I won't be on the program for the full Monty uh, on that because the game Monday, the Texas TCU baseball game, that's right, Monday, the series got pushed back. As we told you yesterday, it was going to be, and it was. They, they just didn't have the times all squared away. They do now. 6 o'clock tomorrow night. No game tonight, obviously. They're expecting heavy, heavy rains and thunderstorms in the Fort Worth area uh, this evening. So no game tonight. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock, Sunday afternoon at 3, Monday afternoon at 1. Um, and for those of you who always ask the radio guy, where can I find it on TV? <laughs> and, and I'm always happy to oblige whenever I can. Um, the... Uh, the game tomorrow night is ESPNU, for sure. Um, the game Sunday, I think, is going to be on ESPN Plus, you know, TCU's simulcast broadcast. They, I think they were still uh, looking at the possibility of something, a different tier carrying that, but the probability is that it would be ESPN Plus. Monday is definitely ESPN Plus. That was going to be their Sunday game was going to be ESPN Plus anyway. Well, Tanner Witt for lunch on Monday. Uh Better be an hors d'oeuvre if you want to see him out there. You're not going to be out there long. And we're going to hear David Pierce talk about that coming up in our Longhorn Call Notebook. It, uh, the, the side salad. Yeah. yeah, the appetizer since he's going to start the game uh, on Monday. But you'll hear uh, Coach Pierce talk about that. We have some David Pierce sound coming up at the bottom of the hour. But anyway, I, I was I was mentioning that uh, to, uh, to Jeff that uh, I, I hope to be – well, I will be – in position – to be able to check in with you on Monday from Lupton Field. Yep, yep. We'll we'll have that uh, in and around our prep uh, for the broadcast and our pregame conversations with Coach Pierce and all that. We'll do that. And again, it's Monday. That Monday game will be heard on AM 1260 and 101.9 FM. The Monday game will. The other two, tomorrow, Sunday, will be on the horn on 104.9. You can still stream that too, right? The Monday game? It, well, it'll be on TexasSports.com yeah. and on the uh, Texas Longhorns app. So, yeah, it'll be on the Texas Longhorns app and on uh, and on TexasSports.com. Stream for free so you can It means Monday, Cam Air High Five. We're doing draft recap Monday. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so have, uh, and debauchery. I don't know what that's going to entail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
so uh, anyway, just letting you know that. All right, some cleanup from hour number one. Uh, somebody said, did the second Florida man have a nice a wine cellar full of nice Chianti? Yeah, I'm talking about that. Gross. Somebody said that, uh, we got this text, that the MS-13 guy killed him due to his food getting there late slash it was cold. cold. Doesn't make it better, but it does make it worse somehow. Oh, I see what you say. Makes it worse even that he would... That he would strike at yeah. somebody just because his food was late. Yeah, that's bad. That's oh. bad. Somebody said, fire up the cauldron. Now, I don't know if they did that about the guy that was trying to kill the dog, the police dog. Well, the guy that killed the dog is dead, right? Yep. Well, he, yeah. he don't need the That's just yeah, a waste of yeah. yeah. cauldron. Yeah, yeah. Cat it's that, the other guy. Cat that hacked up the Uber each driver? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Just, just straight to the cauldron. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, our man Bevo Lance Jason says, man, stories like the students saving the day stories that make up for the Florida Man Friday, depressing, stomach-turning stories, leaving me feeling hopeful about humanity. Absolutely. Somebody said, that seventh grader is a future first responder. <laughs> yeah, could be. Uh, somebody said, palate cleanser after a cannibal story? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mr. Dang, Craig, lunchtime, you know, it said. Uh, what was he delivering? A lot, not, stop that. Not even going to do that. So, what was that, Nate? Yeah. Oh, geez, uh, Nate, come not on. Gonna, not going to do that. Um, so anyway, um, that was a cleanup from hour number one there. But uh, we'll... Uh, We'll we'll hear from David Pierce coming up. It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend for Texas State, and there's real concern about their series. They're in Norfolk, Virginia, mm-hmm. to play Old Dominion, and they're tied for third with ODU. And you say, okay, what's the big deal? They're tied for third. They're not. Nobody's catching Coastal Carolina. You know, Coastal was like projected as a top eight seed right now in some projections, uh, and certainly a regional host. Um, Texas State is still in regional projections. Mm-hmm. So is Old Dominion. But one of those teams is going to drop out of a regional projection after this weekend. I'm I'm certain of that, especially if they wind up sweeping. But even taking two out of three might do it. Sorry if the listening audience heard that. I heard that sneeze, didn't I had it? had that sneeze yeah. holstered for a while and it just <laughs> yeah. surfaced. Finally, finally just like you got you to go ahead and discharge It's always a good there. one when your chest pops. Yeah. So uh, that's an important weekend series for Texas State in terms of down-the-road regional projection stuff and it does not look good there rain they might be able to squeeze in tonight saturday's a little iffy sunday looks bad so getting in all three could be really dicey they might be spending a lot of time over at dumars not joe dumars they say joe dumars no this is d-o-u-m-a-r-s great ice cream by place. the way joe dumars old school mcneese state i did basketball games uh when North Texas played McNeese State with Joe Dumars and Louisiana Tech with Carl Malone. got to make sure you stand sharp, Craig. Got to make sure. It was there. It was there. Saw Joe Dumars playing for those McNeese teams there in the early 80s. Um, the mid-80s. The, uh, so, no, Dumars, what I was telling you about, D-O-U-M-A-R-S. It is an ice cream place in Norfolk, Virginia that has been around since the early 1900s because – the man, Mr. Dumar himself, is the one who invented the waffle cone. And no way, really? The actual, uh, uh, not, not waffle cone, I'm wrong. He's the man who invented the ice cream cone. Oh, just the ice cream cone, period. The ice cream cone. Okay. Uh, it happened at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. 
they were serving ice cream. And of course, St. Louis hot, muggy in the summertime, and didn't have time to wash all the dishes. And he had like kind of like a waffle iron thing, and he just tried it and rolled it up, and boom, there it was. And the original cone rolling machine that he designed out of that is at that and still in use at that location Dang. in Norfolk, Virginia. I have eaten an ice cream cone off of that ice cream cone machine. Well, good deal. Yeah. So Bobcats may have to spend some time over. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to get those games in. But it's really important for Texas State. All right, Cameron. You are you a when you get ice? Are you a big ice cream guy, Cameron? Yeah, All I right. guess so. Ooh, you, you didn't go, sound like it just anyway. Like, yeah. Do you go bowl, like bowl slash cup? You go regular cone or waffle cone? So I'm going to cheat here. Usually, I'm getting a milkshake. That's but not a bad call. If I'm going to do something different, I'll do a bowl of ice cream. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the cones. Just your standard bowl. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm good with just just the ice cream. I, I don't need a waffle cone or whatever kind of cones you got. Okay, favorite flavor? Ooh, cookies and cream okay. or bluebell homemade vanilla. I mean, that's just like kind of hard to go cocaine. wrong with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bluebell cookies and cream or just plain old just regular strawberry. I don't need it all fancied up. There you go. Don't candy up your candy. But like what's your the, ice cream? what's the Brahms one that I get? The uh, cherries. Pecans and something else. It's wow. like just vanilla ice cream, cherries, and pecans. Okay. Yeah. All right. Get that at Brahms. Okay. Um, uh, strawberry ice cream at Zesto's in Omaha goes hard. Yeah. I I, I kind of got – it's it's funny. When cookies and cream first came out, I ate it incessantly to the point where I got burned out on it. And even now, I can only like on occasion – however, I do love a really good chocolate chip ice cream. Uh, really like that. Uh, and uh, and and then just like uh, Bluebell's uh, Dutch chocolate or the you know the homemade vanilla is good. Linda likes the um, the vanilla bean. She likes the vanilla bean. I'm watching a, a YouTube clip, not a YouTube, but yep. tw- it's on the Twitter machine. It's uh, CBS News posted it is alligator in South Carolina. Yeah, walking across the street. This must be Happens. a really old gator because he's moving at about the speed of smell. Yeah, look at that! Look how big that thing is, though. Yeah, those dudes. Do, uh, uh, he, he just laid down in the street, like man, I can sun myself. Yeah, I got to get a, take a break here. Does it say what community they're in? No, uh, just South, South Carolina. It just says South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Victor, he's partial to pistachio with chocolate syrup. Not on chocolate syrup. I ain't down with pistachio. Yes, I'm kind of the other way around. I like the chocolate syrup, not so much on the pistachio. On that, uh, uh, have you ever been to Shakespeare's in Columbia? Great pizza. Yes, I have, and it is. You're right. Uh, here's somebody with the uh, waffle cone with the Amy's dark chocolate mixed with the Guinness. That's good. Uh, not a nap guy likes the strawberry sundaes at Dairy Queen. Hey, there you go. You can get you a good strawberry sundae. Uh, the groom's cake from Bluebell. Yeah. That's the, the chocolate-based one, the bride's cake, the groom's cake. You have those as well. CB says, I miss Bluebell on the HEB Creamy Creations. So, uh, Hey, just real quick, uh, CB sent me this. I don't think this requires a breaking news sounder, but uh, Kevin Durant, Craig. Yes. He's long, he's had a Nike deal since he started in the league. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, e- even if uh, even if you go back to uh, – remember, like, it was, I don't know – Probably like 10 years ago, he had that deal where his Nike deal was up. Yep. I was like, is he going to sign with Under Armour? It looked like Under Armour for sure. He's a, he's a DMB guy and Under Armour's from that part of the country. And then he signs with Actually, I was told he signed his Nike contract at Justin Mason's wedding. Yeah. 
like signed the paperwork there. Um, Saw Mace about a month ago. Is it a basketball game? KD now has a lifetime Nike contract. He's with Nike for life. So that KD brand will be like the Jordan brand or the LeBron brand. It'll be there forever. I think it's a smart move on both parts. On, on both Which parts. Probably, I don't know if that gives you a hint when the next uh, apparel deal at Texas is up for negotiation, but I'm going to go ahead and guess Texas will probably stick with being a Nike school. Yeah. Especially since it seems like Under Armour's kind of, they're not getting out of the game, but they've downsized their client list. <sighs> Texas Tech. Still no, under Notre Armour. Dame, I think Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, not that many. Auburn, Auburn, mm-hmm. but Auburn and Tech were two of the first yeah. schools. To, uh, Maryland, obviously. Yep. But like UCLA, Cal, there's been a, several Under mm-hmm. Armour schools that have gone by the wayside and don't have that Under Armour deal anymore. Oh, we have some other ones where Brady likes peanut butter chocolate. It's good mint chocolate chip with a magic shell, coffee flavored ice cream, or the Mexican vanilla from Amy's. Yeah, that's really good. Blue Bell orange sherbet. Um, so Cam, what, what dessert do you like? Like are you, so you're, you know, just like standard bowl of ice cream. You, you're a pie guy, a cake guy. It's like Rod Babers is a, is a cake guy. He's he not is. a pie. He's not a pie guy. I'm just the opposite. I mean, I like cake, yeah. but I ate, I ate a lot of cake as a kid and not that much pie. So I've really come to appreciate good pie, especially if you go to a great pie emporium. If you go to Blue Bonnet Cafe in Marble Falls, if you, if you go, uh, out to, um, Round Top Cafe. Yeah. Uh, if you go to some of those that are the really, really good at how they do pie, that's where you start to. Are you, are you picky, Cam? You got like something, that, you know, like a last meal type dessert, or you just are you? Is it neither here nor there for you? I'm partial to two things: cookies and anything that involves peanut butter and chocolate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You and Sark on the cookies. Yeah. Sark. Those I loves them some cookies. Like those thing cookies at the Moody Center, Craig. I mean, you saw me every halftime of the basketball game. <laughs> like a, for the cookies. Like yeah. a nice macadamia nut oh, cookie. Man. The peanut butter ones, yeah, and they're like good. the size of a tire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have not tried it. Yes, now this I have. This is the, the Blue Bell Oatmeal Cream Pie. Nick can say, yeah, that's good. That's that's very crackish. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, Blue Bell Italian Cream Cake. Hey, you've been to Astros games. Where, um, you know, when yeah. you, um, when, uh, here's somebody said, not an ice cream person, but I'm incredibly, f- have incredibly fond memories of the frozen lemonade from Minute Maid. Going to another one this summer. Are you? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's Princess Day at, at Minute Maid Park. So I, I'll give you three guesses and the first two don't count as to why that's the game we're going to this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, somebody said the Brahms birthday cake or cookies and cream. And I, I like uh, the, the Brahms uh, when it, when I'm around it. Somebody the said coffee cup walnut. pies. I almost mistook that E for an S when I glanced at it. So it's it almost said something entirely different when I glanced at it. I'm like, what is that? Coffee cup is oh, the, okay. they're talking about the uh, cafe in Heiko. Okay. Coffee cup. Uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, and they do. They have a blueberry banana cream pie that's really really good. Telling you, man, my, my yeah. wife's grandmother makes a uh, a uh, bourbon pecan pie. Yeah. So really good. good. Yeah. Somebody wanting to know what your thoughts on Casey Thompson entering the transfer portal. I mean, I don't know where he's going to go at this point. I mean, it's probably not going to be a P5 school, I wouldn't think. Uh-huh. Uh, probably a G5 program. Um, it's kind of late in the game, though. Like, if you're going to do that, probably should have done it at semester. Like, I mean, I'm talking about the start of the spring semester. Mm-hmm. So, we got one school for you guys: Florida Atlantic University. Ah, uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, 
Because with that, because he missed the entire spring with the shoulder, right? So can he? Does he even have the arm strength to really even is play uh, power well? Five? I was gonna say there. Uh, you've got is Grayson McCall still at Coastal? Doesn't say Tim Beck is the head coach at Coastal now. Mm-hmm. So that's a spot. Uh, I know FAU did they add that? Was it Western or Central Michigan transfer? But I don't. That's. I mean, that's one that I think. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Tom wouldn't look at that because it's only a one-year deal, right? right? Yeah, he's a grad transfer, yeah. I believe, entering the portal as. Yeah. Well, Casey with one more year. Well, I would think I would think it'd be like that type of program, though. It's going to be a G5 program. Yeah. So He was a good dude to visit with. Casey? Yeah. Yeah. He was a lot of fun to visit with. Uh, oh, yeah, here's one of my favorites, the Heath Bar Blizzard. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, and somebody else pointed out the Cherry Garcia there. Jeff, I'll give you my Astros tickets for that game. Free 99. I've already, I already have tickets. Oh, you already got them? Yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. All right. I appreciate the offer. but Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, <laughs> so, there you go. All right. Uh, those were some – and somebody asked us about – and we did this the other day, but uh, uh, it said it'd be That's nice. a good call, Cam. I don't know why I wasn't thinking FAU for Casey Thompson, but that does make a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, the uh, the Texan in Hutto, it says, has a damn good pie. And the Dahlia in Liberty Hill with that bourbon pecan pie and buttermilk pie. Good buttermilk pie is hard to I'm beat. sorry, the pie I eat is butter. I, don't, I saw bourbon on the text. Like, it's a buttermilk pecan pie. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's really, really good. Um, uh, there's somebody that likes lemon bar. You know what? Lemon bar saved me in a broadcast once. I mentioned this. <laughs> uh, I, I've told this story. I had hiccups, bad oh, hiccups yeah, 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 in the yeah. game. Yeah. You get to halftime, I go running into the press room, anything to try to, and I wolf down like, and nothing was working. And I wolfed down a couple of lemon bars, and it, like that, the hiccups went away. So, uh, and somebody said, okay, Nate says, for real, for real, the Olive Garden <laughs> tiramisu. Okay. Yeah, you can take your word for it on that. All right. Uh, coming up. We have a Flex 30 update, a preview of playoff action tonight, uh, and uh, weather permitting, of course, and we'll hear from David Pierce, Longhorn's head baseball coach, when we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, 1049-1019, AM1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Light the Tower on the Horn. Craig Way, Jeff Howe, Cam Parker, our producer as well. Before we jump into a second hour Longhorn notebook, let's uh, transition into our uh, Flex 30 update for you. 
Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to FLXATX.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Well, here's uh, here's what kind of, you know, you have to be concerned uh, with regard to uh, games that could be played, might be played, or perhaps more to the point, games that could be suspended due to uh, stormy weather in the area. So the softball playoffs, a couple of games last night, and then uh, most of the big action is scheduled to go tonight, whether it's a one-game playoff or best of three. Now, what normally does happen in those, if you do get a rain out, unfortunately, uh, you wind up seeing a best of three get reduced to a one-gamer. Last night, Dripping Springs beat Del Valley um, in in action in uh, that one. And uh, there's, let's see, other... Dripping Springs and Johnson tied for first in 26-6A. Those two did originally. But uh, the other playoff games are rolling on tonight. And then, uh, Cam, this is what, really and truly what, it, it, it gets into the last weekend of the regular season in high school baseball? Yeah, for those districts who have like 26-6A, who they have, I think, nine teams, so yeah. a little bit larger than like 25-6A. Yeah, Westlake right. plays Buda Johnson. So Westlake has a game lead over Lake Travis and Bowie for the first place, and then Buda Johnson is two games back. So as long as Wesley doesn't drop both their games this weekend, Lake Travis plays Bowie tonight, which will probably decide that second spot, then Lake Travis will play Buda Johnson tomorrow. So two games left with the weather, Craig. I mean, we're looking at a possibly a short week for some of these teams going the next week because the playoffs should start about Thursday, Friday area. So the weather is going to really mess things yeah. up possibly this weekend, not just for baseball, college, but high school in softball too wow okay all right so there's we'll hope for the best this weekend with regard to uh the softball playoffs the by districts getting underway I've, man, got, I've got a quick flex update if you guys don't mind yeah one, one other thing first of all victor says they're supposed to announce he's supposed to announce that loss of eastview game tonight at Nowak over at the Nowak field over there uh good luck with that victor i hope it does um you know I hope it does come through that 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 Lassa and Eastview were able to play. Lassa is a really interesting story. Got a freshman pitcher, and she has been outstanding for the Raptors. So we'll see as they get ready to play uh, Eastview. Uh, MLB Pipeline has updated their top 150 prospects yep. for eligible for the 2023 draft. Travis Score checks in at number 27 overall. 27 overall. So chances don't, are, don't he's, get your hopes up. Yeah, yeah, offense. yeah, yeah. I I think. Well, Craig, you know how this works. I didn't know this. Uh, Travis Cora, according to this, he's already 19. So if you talk about in terms of age, if, it, if the money's right, you probably want to get that clock started ASAP. Why do I get the feeling the money's going to be right for him? I, I think it'll work. <laughs> the money's going to be right for him. All right, there it is. There's your uh, Flex 30 update. How about the second hour Longhorn Notebook? Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Okay, uh, David Pierce had media availability yesterday and talked about a couple of things. First of all, uh, he discussed some of the, shall we say, what is it? Uh, what is it that Rod likes to say? The uncomfortable conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that that reveals the inconvenient truth, the sad, ugly, unfortunate, inconvenient truth. I yeah, think, sorry, Rod, if I butchered that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, and uh, he discussed that yesterday, and and uh, and talked about uh, what they have to what they what the last couple of days or the last few days are like. Uh, not working right. Uh, okay. Um. Okay. Do we have the other one we're talking about? All right. Here's here's uh, his thoughts on uh, matching up with TCU because he was asked, you know, what what does he see? You look at a TCU team that is now twenty three and eighteen. Like Texas, they got swept last week, and they got swept on the road at West Virginia, including getting run ruled on Sunday. And they're seven and eight in the conference. This for a team was picked either first, second, or third, depending on which preseason prognostication you were perusing at the time but here they are right now in seventh uh place right now in the conference standings and he was asked for his thoughts on the horn frogs so we don't have it okay all right never mind <laughs> he was uh okay all right but uh, cam will work on that um While cam's working on that can we yeah. go ahead and talk a little longhorn basketball yep yep uh, absolutely as i said at the start of the show I hope my man Max Aismas that his timing on the court is better than his timing in terms of, in terms of announcing his decision because he did it right before the draft. Craig, we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks now. All the buzz has been trending toward Texas landing Max Aismas. Sure, they finally did yesterday. He commits to Texas, so you've at least got one guard. Rodney Terry has a guard locked in for the 2023-24 season. I think we're expecting Tyrese Hunter to come back, but yep. now you know with your front court pretty much settled with Max Aismas in the fold, and again. I go back to what a source told me about Max Aismas uh, right before his visit. They're like, this guy's he's the franchise. He's the face of the program. He's the kind of guy you give the, the keys to the car. They they really love Max Aismas. They've loved him since he went into the portal. And now they got him. I, I think it's safe to say they've gotten their top two targets out of the portal, mm-hmm. Caden Shedrick and Max Aismas. They, they like Jaden Nunn and some other guys, but I think at the start, the minute these two guys went in, they really wanted these two guys. And they're the kind of guys that, hey, doesn't matter what the rest of the roster looks like. We want these two guys. So they got them. So two thumbs up for that. I think now you can focus on getting that third guard. I think uh, Kendall Weaver from UTA probably is the, the lead dog in that pack, if you will, um, of guys they like. I know they're looking for a guard slash wing, somebody with some length that can play on the perimeter. Uh, and then maybe a, a younger, a, a big with multiple years of eligibility left that can play maybe a – a supporting role this year with the chance that they can develop and be a frontline player next year when you're going to lose Dylan DeSue, you're going to lose Brock Cunningham, uh, more off likely than not you're going to lose Ron Holland. So mm-hmm. it'll be rebuilding the front court again next year. But that's that's just kind of the the year-to-year process that is roster building in college basketball. Yeah. So uh, re- can't say enough good things, Craig, about Texas getting Max Aismas. We do our transfer portal rankings at 24-7 Sports. He's the number 8 overall prospect available in the transfer portal, or was, because he's no longer available. He's committed to Texas. So that's two of the top 17 transfers in the country coming to Texas with Caden Shedrick and Max Aismas, and you throw in a five-star recruit in Ron Holland from Duncanville, number 6 recruit in the country. Uh, things... Things are starting to come Dylan together. Dylan returning, and uh, we're probably expecting Tyrese Hunter to return. Uh, again, so, yeah. it, it's worth me saying again, belly aching about lack of transfer portal movement in early April is akin to complaining about football recruiting in the middle of June or July. Yeah. Take a little bit of patience. Just let things play out. 
if you get to a certain point and things aren't working out, then you can feel free to complain. But right. not worth it then. I think Rodney Terry's had a really good close to the month, obviously. Yeah. And uh, really strong week. And and right, yeah, and not done yet. Uh, no, no, still so. got pieces to add. They yeah. Do, so. Uh okay. So now uh Cam says we've got the the uh, bugs worked out on the deal. Let's let's hear from uh, David Pierce. First of all, on those uh, uh, inconvenient truths with the uncomfortable conversations they had after the series sweep loss to Oklahoma and getting ready for this week. Well, first of all, I would say that there's a lot of honest conversations, uncomfortable conversations uh, in a team setting as well. Not demeaning, just demanding. And uh, when we were demanding of it, then we put them in some pretty critical, tough situations that we've done in the past with some of our rotational stuff where it's baseball but conditioning. And what I look for then is are they all in? And body language from how they respond to each other. And I thought they were outstanding. And we weren't soft on them. And so I think they responded really well. Oh, I think this is the uh, yeah. Keeping rolling there. Uh, I think um, Tanner Witt. He's going to go one inning, and I hope he goes out. And he's nice and healthy and attacks the strike zone, and then after that, I hope for his recovery to be right to move to the next stage. There it is, right there. It, it's a deep, and it, it, and we talked about it earlier. And Coach Pierce was on with Bucky and Aaron this morning. Said pretty much the same thing. The projection for Tanner Witt is to actually start. On Monday, because you can go from a fixed point there doesn't mean he's going to be a starter or work into a starter or this or that. It's just the next. He um, David likened it to a rehab start, which you have, you know, at the major league level. Um, you know, so if if somebody for the Rangers is going through a rehab start, they come through Round Rock and and have a rehab start uh, with the Express uh, for the Astros. Uh, it could be in Sugarland or Corpus, even you know, whatever uh, for a rehab start. We don't have that obviously at the collegiate level. So, quote unquote, his rehab start is to start the game uh, on Monday in all probability, and to try to give him somewhere between twenty and thirty pitches and hope yeah. that everything's okay. And then you move on. From you know there. what I didn't realize about the schedule getting pushed back? Why it's fine to play a Monday game? There's no midweek game this week. No midweek. Yeah. So that that was the other. Consider they have. Does TCU have a midweek this next week? I don't think so. I'll, I'll look. I'll, 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 yeah. Say what you're going to say, Craig. I'll look that up. Yeah, they and Texas only has one more midweek game, and it is a week from this Tuesday at home against UT Arlington. You know who the coach of UTA is, Jeff Howe? No idea. How about Clay Van Hook? Really? Yeah, his first head coaching job. Oh, was he? Yeah, he just got that job, didn't he? Yep. First year, yeah, because he was with Skip at Oklahoma. Yep. Yep. And now, yeah, okay. Hooks was the coach. So it's, I look all, forward to, it's all coming together. It's all look, coming together. Look forward to seeing the former Longhorn, all-purpose utility man, former Brenham Cub quarterback and rodeo cowboy. Yeah, TCU's, TCU's scheduled for a home game Tuesday against UTRGV. Okay. And then they host uh, Cal State Fullerton okay. next weekend yeah. in the non-con. Yeah, it's their their open date on the non-conference schedule next. Week. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, it'll be uh, Monday afternoon at one o'clock. Is that is that makeup on that? And speaking of TCU, like I said, it's a Horn Frog team that's had its struggles of late, uh, like the Longhorns, and like the Longhorns got swept last weekend. They are seven and eight in the league, 
And David Pierce was asked for his impressions of what he sees from TCU. Well, they're coming in kind of a very similar situation we were coming off of. Uh, and this is a team that's very talented. They were a top 10 team at the beginning of the year. They still have a very veteran and good offense. Um, they've struggled a little bit more defensively than in the past. And similar situation, similar situation on the mound. They have stuff. They just hadn't been throwing as many strikes. So I think you have two teams that are both determined to get their their weekend flipped. Maybe I wouldn't say season, but their conference in a more favorable position. Uh, so I think both teams have got a lot of motivation, and they're a very talented team. What we have to do is go in there and not give in. And um, no matter what the situation is, be able to handle adversity and be able to be the, the, the team that can handle that when it's a close game, when the game's on the line. And not, honestly, not put too much pressure on yourself to get it done. Yeah, try to find a way to get through it. Um, elsewhere in the Big 12, Oklahoma State was to, this is their open date on the conference schedule. So they went up to Ann Arbor to play Michigan, and they've already been rained out for today. So <laughs> they won't play. Rut row. Yeah, they're going to try to play tomorrow and Sunday. But on the league schedule, there's some other important stuff. Texas Tech is playing at Kansas State. Uh, and then uh, Kansas is at OU. And then West Virginia is in Waco to play Baylor. And they may have to deal with weather as well there, but they're uh, they're they're playing uh, Baylor. And West Virginia is sitting on top of the league standings right now. They are 8-4 in the conference, but it's very, very jumbled, really from first place to seventh. There's not more than two and a half games that separates any team in in uh, that respect. Uh, Nate on the Specs text line said, yeah, you did call that, Jeff, about the everybody just slow your mule with regard to getting all bunged up with regard to the portal movement. And Stoner asking, have, have, we, have we heard any uh, other Big 12 hoop portal movement? Tyler Perry's trending to K-State at this point, the North Texas transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Huggins has had a really strong uh, portal season. Uh, I'd have to the Stoner off the top of my head, and we don't have enough time to get into it anyway. But I'll, I'll try to put something together maybe for Monday to go look at that. As far as the women's go, Craig – Vic Schaefer just doesn't have. They don't have. They have what maybe one or two spots. Yeah, that's it. And it's kind of the gift and the curse. They're looking for another ball handling guard. I've been told that's kind of they kind of see that as their biggest need. But if you recruit a ball handling guard, that person's going to come to Texas knowing, okay, I'm basically going to be like Rory Harmon's backup, basically running the second unit when Rory needs a break. So again, you know your needs, but it's you got to find. Uh, right. It's going to take a pretty special per- special player or somebody that you feel like maybe stick around a while or something. I don't know. That's it's easier said than done to go fill that hole. Yep, for sure. No, no doubt about. It. Hey, by the way, they they just showed uh, a sign. This jumps completely out of Longhorns and out of Big Twelve, but they just showed a uh, shot of that Cowboys war room right after that when they made the pick and Jerry's standing up, turning around, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're like applauding and yeah. shaking hands and all that. Did you see who's on the far right of the picture? No. Uh, that Unless I'm just completely misidentifying, but I did call it state championship game. It was John, John Stephen Jones. I think it was J.S. Non-Spalding. Yeah. I think he yeah. was, I think he was down there in the, down there in the corner next to Aunt Charlotte, you know, Charlotte Jones. Right. So he's down there. So anyway, I noticed that last night. I pointed that out to Linda. I said, 
you know, Linda, we've, we've been together almost five years uh, in terms of just, you know, reconnecting and all that. Of course, we our one-year wedding anniversary is not until July, but uh, we started, you know, uh, we reconnected uh, like almost five years ago. And I said, could you have five years ago foreseen sitting down and watching the entire NFL draft? I didn't think she would stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was no, <laughs> was the deal. Uh, but, uh, but she has, she's really gotten interested in a lot of things. She, she hadn't really watched the draft much, so uh, she watched it uh, with with quite an interest last night. And then obviously she's uh, become uh, a big fan of all things Longhorns of the sports, but also uh, really likes some Major League Baseball and. Uh, you know, still likes the NFL and, and uh, college basketball likes as well. All right, uh, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower here on the Horn, 1049, 1019 AM 1260. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and hornfm.com. I just cracked Craig up during the break. Oh, I something I it was a certain phrase you <laughs> used, one that I've never heard before. Dude, it was, and that thing was gross. <laughs> You were describing a soft drink that you did not care for. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, be the first. That'd be first time, last time on on that deal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, come Monday, it'll be all right, uh, as Jimmy Buffett would say. But I'll uh, I will check in uh, from Fort Worth. So. You and Cam will be doing some major draft recap. I'll draft believe. recap. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to some of that Sark audio too that Cam chopped up because we still got some of that. That's yep, pertinent. Some of that's ever. It's evergreen stuff, right, Cam? Just a thumbs up on that. There you go. Okay. Because Texas football is evergreen. There is no off season. <laughs> uh, for our man behind the glass, our producer Cam Parker, and for my co-host Jeff Howe, I'm Craig Way. Uh, hope you're safe uh, and dry this weekend, and we'll look forward to visiting with you next time on Light the Tower.